0: Welcome to the Average Fan of Wrestling, a podcast where we don't predict what's next, but take what's already happened and book upcoming shows with realistic content. We plan on being wrong most of the time, but we're going to have a hell of a time doing it. Uh, you are now listening to episode 8, entitled The Ides of Shane O'Mac. And I'm Jason. Uh, joined with me always, the badass Billy Gunn to my road dog, Jesse James, Chris.
1: Oh, I I have a comment, but... No. <laughs> That's what I should have said. Oh man, damn. <laughs> see, there's pluses and minuses to me not knowing what you're going to say every time. Could be right. a spontaneous answer and I got thrown off and and there we go, see.
0: Well, I mean, <laughs> if you're not down with that. I mean,
1: I got two words for you.
0: There it is. All right. So we're going to get into some build to Fast Lane, Road to WrestleMania. We're going to review SmackDown and Raw from these past 2 weeks. Um then book the upcoming things try to see what fast is going to bring us a lot going on especially on raw um that changed a bunch um very yeah, fast yeah actually. just so, a little bit so we're gonna have to uh when we get there but we'll we'll get right into the review anything you want to say before we get into the review i think the uh well when we get to the raw review we can talk about why the show is titled what it is um yeah i i'm
1: certainly not going to give anything away i just want to say last week i was kind of critical about them not putting a good show together on Raw, and this was that you know it had its flaws this week, but I really enjoyed it this week. So
0: yeah, it was good. Um, I was waiting for the big swerve for it not to happen. Yep. But Same here. Uh, I'm glad it did. And we'll we'll get there. Um, all right, so let's get right into it. SmackDown from February twenty sixth. Um, again, we're gonna go. We're not gonna go chronologically. We'll go by program. Uh, so let's start with Universal Title, and we're coming off the heels of Elimination Chamber. And once again, for the billionth year in a row episode in a row, we have Roman reigns starting the show. I mean, I, it has to be seven out of eight at this point where he started the show.
1: He's like new triple H.
0: right? It's crazy. Um, we had Daniel Bryan interrupts. And as you actually predicted last week and talked about with um, Daniel Bryan, like you know, you know look at you. War not, you know, you you beat me after I already went through a chamber yep. and kind of did that. Um, it was cool to see Daniel Bryan go after the, hey, but you went on second, second, not the main event, and really kind of poking the bear there. Mm-hmm. Which is, um, we had Jay Uso who attacked Daniel Bryan, um, which set up later in the night a Daniel Bryan and Uso match. And if Daniel Bryan won, he would get a title shot at Fastlane against Roman Reigns. And this also kind of set the narrative for the rest of the night and probably the next few weeks with Edge um, being upset because it was said in the backstage that, it was supposed to be Edge and Daniel Bryan versus Jey Uso and Roman Reigns at fast. And, um, that was never, nothing was ever actually officially announced that I saw about I it. I never before. saw that. Um, so you can see the Edge getting a little perturbed how, you know, someone who he eliminated from, I don't know if he actually eliminated Daniel Bryan, I can't remember, but someone who he beat in the Royal Rumble gets a title shot before him. So we see this, this narrative here um a lot of anti-authority things happening anti-authority figure things happening on both shows. um so it's interesting so um when we get to the match later in the night daniel bryan and jesus will go to do the double count out um roman reigns coming out so no definitive end i mean i honestly thought daniel bryan was gonna win and it was gonna i thought it was gonna be kind of cut and dry it looks like they're gonna drag it out a little more
1: mm-hmm.
0: um and I believe it's leading to a cage match this week I saw
1: that's what I saw too. I couldn't remember with everything. I've had kind so, of a crazy yeah,
0: I had to be honest, I fast forwarded through the commercials, the yeah, the preview, but I saw a stage and I saw I saw those too, so we'll book it either way. Um it's not gonna really change the booking if it's a still cage match or not. to be hundred
1: percent honest, like I was just, just saying, I was not sure if I actually dreamed that or if it was actually happened. so I'm glad you confirmed it because I thought it might be going crazy,
0: right so. When we get into the bookings, we'll talk about that a little bit more. But right now, we have about six weeks until WrestleMania. No, I'm sorry. About four about four weeks to WrestleMania. God, that close already. Somewhere, wow. be, somewhere between four and six weeks. We'll go with about five until WrestleMania. I used to teach years, I swear. Um, so this intermediate pay-per-view, I mean, typically you don't see much. just more building stories toward WrestleMania. The only exception in recent memory that I can think of would be Goldberg beating Kevin Owens to set up Goldberg and Lesnar at WrestleMania. Yep. Um, but other than that, you really don't see much except, you know, advancing stories. So uh, anything to add on this before we.
1: No, I mean, we pretty much predicted it last week, how it would play out. I do like the subtle kind of attitude from edge, kind of not hinting at a heel turn, but hinting it's he's kind of going to kind of be like that in between kind of character which i like i think he's the best at that so hopefully and there's they...
0: no way that they'll that even if they tried to turn no, heel no it wouldn't work it's just like becky lynch when they tried turning exactly
1: but, but what they did with no her way. they made they made her kind of like the the, the badass who still appreciated the fans that everybody loved her even more. Quote, exactly yeah totally so worked
0: yeah so it's even if they try to do something with edge and turning and heel it would be, be wasted effort. Yeah, no, no one's booing edge <laughs> no not at um so intercontinental title Big e didn't show up, rightfully so. He should still stay out for a bit. Storyline. Yep. We had Apollo Crews, who's definitely now, as we uh, speculated last week, um, going with this Ancestry angle, the Nigerian Prince angle. Um, so many jokes we could make about it, but we're not going to. What was the over-under
1: on how many times they said Nigerian Prince in one episode? My God.
0: I mean, and they did it a bunch last week, which is yeah. a little more subtle, but this week they really didn't. and They're really going for it. So now... Um, we're gonna see this, you know, character development, which is good for for Apollo Crews. Um, I just don't want them to go overboard with it, you know. Uh, huh. Oh, he... <laughs> Oh you... when you think <laughs> Nike all I can think is email scams. So I'm like, Oh god, I hope WWE is <laughs> on ground. Hey. You know
1: what Apollo I mean? Crews called me and told me I have hundred thousand dollars in a bank account. All I have to do is wire him over my account number.
0: Right, and that's all I could think. And I'm like, yeah. like, no, oh, don't do that. So um we'll see where this leads. He, he was throwing an accent around also at the end of, of his promo, which, uh, don't, no fake accent. Yeah.
1: It's poor That's poor Kofi just, still living that down.
0: Thank you. That's again. So it's just, we don't need to transition him to a fake accent. No heard his voice for years now. Let's just, I mean, fine. Go with the ancestry angle, but don't, let's not overdo it. So he beat Nakamura. Um, Hopefully, I'm always the fan of him not saying anything and just coming in and wrecking people without saying a word. Mm-hmm. I think that's more effective. He said what he had to say. His character's gone through the change now. Just start, just start beating people. Um, tag title picture on SmackDown starting to clear up, maybe clear up a little bit. At least we're starting to get something. Uh, we had Otis and Gable beat the Mysterios again, and we had the Street Profits beat Sami Zayn and Baron Corbin. So, you know, we have the pretty much four main tag teams right now. In, in the in the hunt, street profits, Otis and Gable, Mysterio's, and then I think they're still I think they're officially calling them the Dirty Dogs, Rudin and, and Ziggler. Yeah,
1: I heard that this week. Yeah, for sure. Just for more than just them. So.
0: Right. So the Zayn Corbin alliance is just a carryover attempt at continuity from the week before with the Elimination Chamber um, qualifying matches. But it's good to see them not getting along. Although you can't really turn either face. Although if it was someone, it'd be Corbin not going to turn face anytime soon. Mm -mm. Let's just have a good old-fashioned heel versus heel feud with Zayn and Corbin. That'd be nice. Um, So this is going to lead to something. I I mean, in our WrestleMania predictions, I still think it's going to be a fatal four-way between those four. We put that down a couple weeks ago um, with the heel, Otis, and Gable before they turned heel. Um, I can't really see it going much different right now. Um,
1: I I mean, I'm I agree with you. I think it's going to be a fatal four way uh, at Mania but It could be, it could be on the main show, but it will probably be on one of the pre shows. Honestly, uh, that's what they he'll... seem to do with the tag titles. But right.
0: I mean, the only positive of being on the main show is that it's filling two days. So right. It could be, you know, in in order to fill two days, that's what they'll do.
1: I like heel Otis and Gable. I think it's a nice touch and a nice change of pace for those guys.
0: Yeah, I'd like to see heel Otis turn on heel on Gable, and then come find a better opponent i'm just not a big chad chad gable guy um but i don't know who else you could put in that position right now unless you go back tucker which they wouldn't do that would be silly um so we have something you know we, hopefully we'll have something uh growing here with the tag titles and make it a little more interesting than it has been uh smackdown women's title bianca belair finally chose Sasha banks <laughs> shocking right um, the one shocking part is that and we mentioned this before a couple weeks ago is that they end up going with both SmackDown champions. Yeah. Um, so and, and straight up one-on-one matches. And in my note here, just about that whole segment is Reginald's getting boring and overused. You gotta you need to get off the pot. I don't even want to give an option. Just get off the pot, flush him mm-hmm. down. Like just just go, just like get this, get rid of this gimmick, or align him with Sasha Banks. One of the two things use him actually use him or get rid of him. like stop with this in between
1: nonsense. i still think they're doing this so you can turn on banks and join belair
0: right right turn her heel
1: but that's a different that's a different topic
0: yeah we'll get there when we talk more WrestleMania. yeah um other non-title programs we saw tamina beat Liv morgan with no billy k storyline advance um looks like they're building tamina Hopefully, they're building Tamina into something. I hope Maybe so. post-WrestleMania. That would be great. Something, something fresh. Not just and – and actually make her legitimate, like Anaya Nia Jax. The Nia Jax of, of SmackDown. You know, let's make her legitimate. Um, Put her in a bloodline. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then the last thing is Seth Rollins courting Cesaro to try to be his newest disciple. Um, got a big swing for his efforts.
1: God, did he ever. Holy crap. <laughs>
0: My God. That was like three big swings in one. Yeah. So we'll see this advance. I mean, again, I'm, I'm still waiting. We're still waiting for someone to join them. It'd be silly if it was Cesaro at this point, you got to push this guy as a face for a while. Um, he, again, live crowds, he'd be, he'd be getting cheers like crazy. So, um, SmackDown was what it was. It's again, it was more of a transitional episode trying to get point A to point B, especially with all the big happenings on Raw. Um, you know, didn't expect too too much out of this show. Anything you want to add?
1: I thought it was good. I mean, even when it's not great, it's two hours. It's an easy watch. It's it's digestible. You're not you're not dedicating three full hours to it, which is nice, right? And especially when you don't watch it live. Like I don't think either of us do. We we DVR it. Then you get to fast forward through commercials. It's a breeze to watch. So yeah, it was good. Like I said, built some storylines, move some stuff forward. So it was what it was.
0: Yeah. All right, let's get to RAW from March first. I actually want to save the WWE Championship for last and go through the other stuff first, um, just because it's, it was the whole night it revolved around that. But let's go to the other stuff first, um, if that's okay with you. Oh yeah, not know Yeah. Let's go U.S. title first. Um, Riddle and the Lucha House Party beat Retribution really quickly, and then Ali gets you know gets into the ring afterwards, talks down to them again. How could you lose? And then Ali challenged Riddle. Um, and pinned him with probably the worst finish you'd see in a long time. Well, um, is
1: that his normal finish, or is that a botch? I couldn't not, tell. It,
0: it looked like he was trying to do something, but yeah. he, he, he lost. Him. He let go, so it was just a – it was. It looked ugly. It looked bad. Um, so it looks like we're going to be setting up an Ali and Riddle feud, at least temporarily. Hopefully it won't last too, too long. We can get Keith Lee back in the mix. Oh, um, I hope so. So we have that. So expect to see this to go at least a couple more weeks, if not maybe even a title match at Fastlane. Bro, know, ugh, more like no. <laughs> yeah, either of them. Yeah. Like,
1: bro, now I they're know. gonna.
0: You know, it's funny because you can almost tell what's happened, what's going to happen in the episode of the way they call the show. Mm-hmm. Raw opened with um, Tom Phillips going. This is one of the most important nights in in Raw history. It's like it's not going to be an important night unless. Unless we got the finish that we finished. Exactly. Not, right. Not, they're not going to say that just for us to not, for nothing to happen. So um, now they're talking about Ali, who's never had a, I mean, I think, he, was he cruiserweight? I don't even think he was a cruiserweight champion. So he hasn't held the uh, gold yet. I don't think so. No. So they're mentioning how he's never had a WWE championship. So, uh, or a title in WWE rather. So they're going to start building around that. And then, I mean, it'll happen eventually, of course. They're going to give them something if they stuck in this retribution thing. Um, got to give them something.
1: 24-7 championship ring coming up. Right? No, that's not
0: happening because we have to set a new record here first.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah. Bugs Bunny um, has to.
0: Yep. Pointlessly hold the tomania. Well, it depends. We got to do the math and figure that out. But we'll talk about that later, too. Um, tag titles. We finally saw the tag titles defended very weird angle um so we had braun Strowman come down he's really overusing the word sucks yep way too much it's it's a bit much his promos suck that's what i think um shane comes down and interrupts and shane's throwing some some insults playing the smart guy angle hey in this class i did this it's above your reading level above your reading level yeah like really yeah he's he's really uh he's really going for it um so then he said that he would, you know, the best way to, to to mediate would to to team up with a member of WWE management, which ended up being Adam Pierce. So, you know, you have Strowman who dominated the whole match against Benjamin and Alexander. Then after the big slam on Sheldon Benjamin, um, Shane Shane McMahon gets on the on the ring apron, tells the tag Adam Pierce it's done, it's over. Tags in Pierce, Pierce goes for the pin, then Sheldon Benjamin rolls him up and ron stroman's left and adam cares is like yeah i'm out um
1: stevie wonder could have seen that finish coming I oh mean, yeah come on, like i
0: did go to a stevie wonder concert once i bet right? it was good yeah you didn't see me though um <laughs> so. jesus uh... but it's true i did go i got i went for my birthday a few years ago it was it was really cool um but sorry you just can't, can't resist that joke you can't resist no
1: no, I was trying to tie in a John Cena joke somehow to that, but it was I couldn't I couldn't connect him in time.
0: Because yeah. I went with you. Hugh. Hugh, yeah. Hugh can't see me. Um God damn um, hell. so yeah, this is this is you know, when we did when I did the title Ides of Shane McMahon, you, when you see Shane McMahon a bunch, you know it's WrestleMania season. So that's where the, the title came from. Um came from this week. I mean, we're not going to see Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon. At WrestleMania. That's not going to happen. I really hope not. But when we get to the predictions, I'm, I'm, I'm debating between two different things. Um, and we'll, we'll see which one. We'll talk about it when we get to the Mania predictions.
1: R- Real quick, am I the only one who feels Shane McMahon is one of the biggest victims of the scripted promo? Mm. <laughs> he used to cut a really good promo back in the Attitude Era when guys could just take the mic and cut a promo. And since he's come back a couple years ago, you can tell like he's good. He gets the initial the initial burst out, and yeah. then he's trying to like remember the lines, and he starts doing the, and then and then and pausing, and it's like, oh, dude, like yeah, you know he can it, really do it, watch. but it, it just it sucks for people like him who know
0: how to cut a promo, right? Um, yeah, it's tough. So we'll see how Braun, this Braun Strowman thing progresses with Shane McMahon over the next couple weeks. Raw women's title. We had Charlotte Flair call out Asuka for WrestleMania, um, which I found that was interesting. That route.
1: She called uh, her out respectfully, though, so I think your your uh, your prediction might be correct.
0: With Asuka turning heel. Yep. Yeah, I, I think that's that's where they're headed for this one. Um, it makes sense, I think, because we've seen the Charlotte heel turn so many times. It's, right. It's overused. um and then Charlotte pinned Shayna Baszler pretty easily, um, which is weird because Nia Jack squashed Naomi also. So the tag champs, the way they booked the tag champs in different singles matches was was crazy. Um, I'm surprised Nia, uh, Nia Jack squashed Naomi the way she did in her match, which is just I don't I don't get it. You yeah. know, you want Naomi to come back and be this badass, but She's getting killed. <laughs> so, and Lana's not
1: going to be the badass. So, you need Naomi to be, pull that right to, to be that if it's, if it's going to be perceived they have any kind of chance,
0: right? So, I, I'm wondering. I mean, I think as we record this tonight, and you know, as you're listening to this, this has already happened, I believe. Um, Naya and, and Basil are defending against Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez on NXT. Mm, yep. Um, I'm wondering if they're going to pull the trigger on the title switch. I don't think they will because I'm still, you know, since day one of this episode, I've still had them dropping the Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart on uh, at WrestleMania, which I still think might happen. Hopefully, Maybe see like Nia and, and Shayna win, but then continue to beat them down afterwards and then Shotzi and Ember come back afterwards. Um, possible. Something. Um, I don't know. I don't think they'll drop them tonight they still have to go against Naomi and Lana as well? I mean, if they do, then, you know, you still have the face-versus-heel matchup when with Naomi and Lana versus Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. So, I mean, I wouldn't be completely shocked if, if they do win tonight, um, if they do take the titles off of Jackson Baszler. But I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. So um, other non-title programs... We had the Randy Orton promo. <laughs> I predicted yeah. last week he would go on fire, and I think my idea would have worked better than what they did. Um, <laughs> this is uh, this it's is pretty, just drag, so dragging
1: I, on so long.
0: It is. So we had Alexa. I do who, love Alexa, though. I love Alexa. I do. Um, on the screen. And then you had Randy Orton as himself, possessed by the Fiend, watching a video of him. Wait. Now you had Randy Orton watching a video of himself that was possessed by the fiend, telling him he would um, come face to face with everything he's done. And I know I wrote like almost like John Cena did during the Firefly Funhouse match, mm-hmm. which, but that was different because he didn't actually, you know, like Cena was like going through the NWO and stuff, you know, sign, kind of sign, some of the bigger moments. I'm wondering if they're going to start doing like all the heinous stuff he's done. So like pushing Mick Foley down the stairwell. We are we going to see? Are we going to see Randy Orton getting pushed down the stairwell by Alexa Bliss? You know what I mean? Or something like that. All the things he's done throughout the year. Could they even go real life and have him, like, you know, get thrown off a motorcycle? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh. Like, as a work. You know what I mean? Like, are they actually going to go through his career and the stuff that he, he, quote unquote, has to face with or, you know, come face to face with? Honestly, uh, at this point, man, I don't know
1: where they're going. I mean, I know they're obviously, and, they, and I think it'll be—we've said this before—Fiend and, and Orton in mania and, and the cinematic match. But I, I, I think they should have started the build for that match right after the Royal Rumble, not too much beforehand. Right? Because it is just dragging and dragging, and no matter how good Alexa's performances are,
0: yeah, I mean, can TLC. only carry it so far. Yeah, I mean, this was TLC when, when we last saw the Fiend when he was set on fire. Right. Right, and that was six, no, or six or seven weeks before the rumble. It was a long time between TLC mm-hmm. and the rumble. Now we're three weeks at uh, how you know, we're like five weeks past the rumble. So it's like you know they're putting in some time. So um, we see Alexa instead of the fiends let me in. We have her doing bring him back in the same tone. I guess would be the right word in the mm-hmm. same cadence. I don't know the other the words here. I Again, map guy, not a language guy. Um, but let's let's do something. Let's get the match at Mania. Um, and then the last thing from that, we have Elias and Riker with Bad Bunny and Damian Priest. And I got to say, man, that match between Elias and, and Damian Priest was not good. Usually, like, I don't like... You know, so I'll, I'll go back and read to make sure I didn't miss anything mm-hmm. when I when I write these up, and you see what people think about how the matches go, and they give them like A through Fs or whatever. And you typically don't pay attention to any of that, you know. But like, even before looking back, like that was a that was a tough match to watch. Um, it was sloppy. There was a lot of miscues there, even like on basic roll ups and stuff. Yeah. Like, the timing was way off. It just it looked bad.
1: I like both those guys too um well actually i like elias on a mic more than in a ring but right uh but yeah that was not they do not they did not have good chemistry in that match that's for sure
0: so i think the things that we we see out of this is that bad bunny's still around and Yay. like they're doing some they they might do a long-term undefeated streak angle here with, with damian priest um i'm wondering i still think this is going to end with just like John Stewart is going to end with Bad Bunny turning on Priest, costing costing him his undefeated streak, then losing his 24/7 title, it'll be like his last hurrah. Drop the 24/7 title and you know turn on Damian Priest. Um, I can't really, I mean, if this, this guy's is literally living a a dream of of being a WWE superstar, so why not give him the full the full gamut, right? Give him the heel turn, give him the give him everything. <laughs>
1: They're gonna let him cash in the twenty four seven title for a world title shot, and he's gonna go over, uh, go over Lashley, Queen in the middle of WrestleMania,
0: like David Arquette, right? Yep, um, exactly. Yeah, so I'm I'm hoping that they don't give Damian Priest and Elias another go, and they just they're just gonna kind of send Damian Priest through the roster right now through these mid card guys. Um, now with what's happened with the Miz, we can go back to the Miz and Morrison. Damian Priest, bad bunny thing. Lead right up to him. Yeah. So. Um, so, yeah, let's get into that, though. Let's get into WWE title, championship match, rather. Um, it started out with, and I and I put McIntyre and Sheamus here, too, because you know that they're kind of part of this angle altogether. You don't know that. So, McIntyre started the show. He had a, interruptions by The Miz, by MVP, and by Sheamus, which led to a very long. McIntyre and Sheamus match. Was probably I didn't look at the official time but twenty five minutes. Thirty five? Twenty five. Twenty five, yeah. Was, I that was about. just bell to bell though.
1: Never mind entrances and promos.
0: Right. There, there was a lot going on there. Um pretty hard hitting. It was good. Yeah. I thought we would see McIntyre by the end of the night, but the way the story went, I'm glad I'm glad that was wrong. Um in retrospect. Um so yeah, real long match, McIntyre and Sheamus. I I mean that should have been a WrestleMania match. I hope that that's just the first, and then they come back and do something else. Um, unless Sheamus is going away for a while and they needed to clean it up um, or finish it up before he left. I don't know. Um, so we had that. We had Lashley who came out waiting for his title match. And you saw Miz backstage um, pretending to have cramps, saying he can't fight, and then Lashley goes back and Chokes him, not chokes him out, but like jacks him up. I guess would be the right word. Yep. Um, then Adam Pearce like, nope. Now you have to fight at the ten at uh, the ten o'clock hour. So it was like you were fighting at nine. Now we're fighting at ten. Um, then they actually got into the match. Um, Miz tried again to delay. Hey, why don't we wait till WrestleMania? MVP's like, nope. Um, the bell rings. Miz immediately rolls out <laughs> and Lashley wins by countout um and then you have in the backstage promo mvp dropping some bs's backstage like mm-hmm. wow and you could tell he you could almost tell he was hesitant to do it because he, he had that little brief hitch right before he dropped the, the big bs um but they they went for it they went for the full pg-13 um by dropping that the de- BS. <laughs> that
1: needs to be braun Strowman's new nickname
0: <laughs> BS. the big bs the big bs that's perfect uh, so finally, you know, Shane, Shane McMahon is saying, you know, I'll strip the Miz of the title if he doesn't fight. Oh, what are you going to do? No disqualification, no countout. I'll think of something. I didn't actually. And then, well, Lashley comes out, Miz comes out, and then Shane McMahon says it's a lumberjack match. Yeah. I, I didn't actually see that coming. I didn't predict lumberjacks. Um, but once that actually started, Lashley just wasted the Miz. <laughs> just destroyed him. Mm-hmm. Um tapped him out we have a new wwe champion um some interesting things i saw just outside you had riddle standing next to the hurt business so alexander and benjamin and they're talking and clapping like they're friends not that they just had this huge program for the last two months um you know it you went in You went in with double double heels and i guess we can say lashley and the hurt business are faces now question mark? Uh, i think i don't know because like
1: I think they tried. Like, they tried establishing retribution as heels, and they had to hurt business, kind of go after them because WWE paid them to go after them. Yep. So I think they've always kind of been tweeners, and they still kind of are. Yeah. So, I mean, I plus I don't I don't like that kind of stuff where like, he just had a rivalry and now they're just buddy buddy for no reason. Right. But I guess you could say they all don't like them. Is I don't know. I guess. Right. I guess it's up to fans. that kind figure out how to suspend their own disbelief instead of them doing it for us.
0: Right, right. So, that opens up a lot of new avenues here for Fastlane and WrestleMania especially. Um, so, anything before we start booking the week? I like Any- this.
1: I, I This is one of the things that made Raw more enjoyable for me. I missed the days of uh, at, around the Attitude Era and a little bit after that where they'd have kind of a... a we didn't need, a, you know, 48 minutes of Drew McIntyre and Sheamus. While I do like both those guys, that was a bit much. But they had Miz come out, and they kind of had, you know, MVP come out, and this they set the tone for the entire show in the first segment, and they carried it out throughout the show, which I really enjoy. Uh, So, I mean, that was good. I don't think they'll keep that formula, but right. I enjoyed this week anyways.
0: Yeah, it was good. Um, All right, let's get into some bookings. So we'll start with SmackDown for March 5th. Um, so it looks like we're going to have Daniel Bryan versus Jey Uso in a cage for another title opportunity um, for Daniel Bryan in rings fast lane. Um, for this one, I actually can see we'll book Edge interferes in this one. Okay. So it's not a hell in the cell. It's just a regular cage. Edge is old, but he can still climb a cage. Um, so I think Edge comes in, makes it a no contest and we're actually going to set up that tag match that was already said mm-hmm. for Fastlane with stipulations affecting WrestleMania. Um, Ooh, I know what they could do. Go Or you want to wait till WrestleMania predictions?
1: Uh, no, I could do it, because they'll, they'll probably announce it on this show. Yeah, go ahead. If Daniel Bryan and Edge win, Daniel Bryan gets... It becomes a triple threat of WrestleMania. If Daniel Bryan and Edge lose... Edge loses his title match at WrestleMania.
0: Ooh, that's a good one. I that way that. they can't turn
1: on each other. And they're kind of like reluctant partners. Right. And they can pin Uso because they're not going to pin Roman. Right. That'd be cool. I don't know. I don't think they'll do it. But it that, it's that'd different be different from
0: what I have when we get into the fast lane predictions. Okay. Right and then WrestleMania. Well, that's good. I like that too. Um, but, I mean, I don't think. You would go through everything you went through last week just to have Daniel Bryan win clean this week. Um, doesn't make much sense to me. The only other thing I can think of would be Roman Reigns trying to interfere and Edge stopping it, um, or Edge costing Daniel Bryan the match. Um, so he so NJ USO wins, leading to a one-on-one Daniel Bryan versus Edge at Fastlane, which might be the mm. match too. Um, That's possible. So I didn't go either of any of those routes, but we'll talk about it. Um, Intercontinental title. We'll have Apollo Cruz. even though I don't want him to, he's going to do another Heritage promo. Um, hopefully without the accent. And and this one was actually the hardest when it came to the bookings. I'm like, who can we feed to Apollo Cruz? Who's on the roster? Like They fed him Nakamura can't feed him Cesaro now. Cesaro's doing other stuff. Some of the other people like Rey Mysterio, Baron Corbin doesn't make sense right now, although he would be a good option. So it might be time to do this um, quarterly cross-brand invitational nonsense that they do. Wild card. Wild card, whatever it is. Um, And we'll have Xavier Woods come and challenge Apollo Crews. And Crews beats him. Um, I think that will advance the story with Biggie very nicely, um, with with Cruz mm. whooping Woods. Okay, I see the tie um, in
1: there. That makes sense.
0: Yeah, um, and I think, you know, Biggie. It would be smart for him not to come back until Fastlane, in my opinion. Um, if he does, then maybe on the Go Home show, just as an appearance, like saving someone, but right. not actually fighting yet. Like next time we should see. Biggie in a match is when he's defending against Apollo Cruz. Hopefully, they're going to save that for Fastlane because um, I still think they're going to do a multi-man match for WrestleMania where you can tie in a whole bunch of uh, programs in one, which would be great. So, let's let's feed Apollo Cruz. We're going to build him. Let's build him and let's give him uh, Xavier Woods.
1: This is the kind of thing where I, I kind of miss enhancement talent right. to an extent because you could just have him come out cut his promos on his heritage for the next month beat the crap out of guys right and then have you know Let's beat him a, well. Let's beat him Reginald. there you go i mean <laughs> i just look WWE, is they're into telling stories anyways that's their big thing yep. then you have then you, you obviously you have your, your your quality matches as well i'm not saying they don't but they're more into the story aspect of it yep so wh- why not if you're just trying to set him up as uh, he's changing his attitude. He's going with his heritage. It doesn't hurt at all to have him beat the crap out of a job guy in two minutes, cut a five minute promo, and get out of there. Like that's not that's that doesn't not harm whatsoever.
0: T- I think that's what they're going to do with Ray Ripley. Unfortunately, I know that's not what you want to hear. But, um,
1: no, I, I, I think that's what they're going to do too. But it's disappointing. But,
0: um, all right, let's go to the tag titles. Um, I want to book two fatal four way singles matches which will help us try to identify challenges for the tag titles or something. Um, so we're going to take the four main teams, split them up and have two fatal four matches. So Otis versus Ray versus Ziggler versus Ford. Um, so you kind of have this Otis and Ray thing. You have the old Otis and Ziggler thing, which was from a few months ago, even though they're both heels now, um, Ford and Ziggler would be a good matchup in there and then have the, all their partners go to Gable, Dominic, Roode, and Dawkins. Um, And then let's have some combination of not the champions win. So, you know, Rey Mysterio, because the Mysterios have just been getting killed. Let's have him him pick up a a sneaky win. And then, you know, Dawkins or Gable, something. Um, Just so we have a, you know, as much as I hate to say it, like I want to try to muddy up the the tag title picture. Right. So we can build to a a fatal forward. Um, So, I don't know, just something to get... It'd be fun. You can have a bunch of high spots on on those, um, on both those matches. Um, this oh, is another man. thing where like I don't think they're gonna do this at all. But
1: I don't even know where they're going with this because it's almost like they want to have like Shana Deville be like an authority figure against Ford and Dawkins. And some some weeks she's there doing it, some weeks she's not. Some weeks they mention it, some weeks they don't. Right. It. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't get how a team that's only been on the roster for under two years is somehow they're tired of her winning. Charlotte Flair goes out every time and challenges for the title. It's it's like just, just who needs continuity? Like this is in episode 1. Yeah. Who needs continuity? It's like come on, guys.
0: Yeah, so I say let's muddy up the picture so we can clear it up at WrestleMania. We have four four or five weeks to get it done. Let's just let's let's make it a little more confusing. Plenty. Sounds good. Um SmackDown women's title, I would like to book Sasha Banks versus Carmella in a non-title match. Where they end up both beating down Reginald to write him out. I'm ready to write him out. I'm writing him out this week, so he's going to try to, you know. There, there is this conflict that he would have between the two of them. So the story's there, um, and let's just have them both beat him, beat him up, get him out, move on, um, and then also just to have Bianca Belair build her a little more. Let's have her beat Bailey again in a one-on-one match. Um, that's what I would book. What I think they're going to do is they're going to do another ding-dong hello um, with Reginald to try to solve this this Carmelo versus Sasha Banks thing because um, they seem like they like that, that segment, but I'd rather just book two straight-up matches. Are they going to book a tag-team match player? Yeah, I know. That's, I had that for a while, too, and then but after Bianca Belair um, chose Banks, I, I switched it. I had that down too. I had that for fastlane as well, um, but once she chose, I or it could be, you know, it starts out as a singles and then it turns into a tag match. As we every that formula we've seen so many times. Yeah,
1: uh, I think that's probably more likely. Honestly, I, I can see it starting that way and then it it turns into a yeah the interference and it turns into a tag match. Right. Yeah.
0: Um, I don't think we'll see Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler, especially if they drop the titles um, on NXT they need to just focus and, and finish up their thing with Naomi and Lana. So let's just take it one at a time. We don't need to throw them on all three brands at the same time. No. At three the only, the only reason, the only reason you would have them go to all three shows and start three different angles. If again, if it leads to a fatal four way at WrestleMania with, with the champs and then challengers from three brands, which would also be really cool. Um, but I don't think you have the depth to do that. Um, so some non-title programs, since we had Tamina and Morgan, um, why not? Let's just go with Natalia and Ruby Riot. Um, but, but the whole story is going to be building Tamina as a as a singles as a threat for a singles run. Um, so whether it's Billy Kay getting involved, whether it's Ruby Riot rolling up Natalia when she goes for a sharpshooter, and Tamina coming in and wasting everyone, that's probably that'd probably be the what, what I would do is Riot rolls up Natalia from while she goes for the sharpshooter. Tamina comes in, waste Ruby Riot, waste Liv Morgan, Billy Kay's out there, waste Billy Kay. Let's just keep building Tamina. Um, I'm all
1: for that. That sounds good to me.
0: Yeah. And then lastly, um, I would do a bait and switch. I would announce Seth Rollins versus Cesaro, um, but then um, not have it happen. Then Seth Rollins could do the whole legal action angle that they're still talking about. But like, nope, I don't have to fight yet. But we're going to do it at Fastlane, right? Um, think that I think saving it for Fastlane would be better. It'd put another good match on that card. Um,
1: yeah, they're definitely headed for they're definitely headed for a match or a feud for sure. Yeah. So I just yeah. I just
0: don't I don't want them to go one on one at Mania. I have I have better. I really think they're they're bigger and better plans.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think they'll face at Fastlane and then do something different for Mania. So I don't
0: think you got to worry there. I still think they're going to face each other at Mania, but in a multi-man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about that a bit last week, but we'll talk more about that when we get there. So anything on anything else on SmackDown you want to add? Nope. All right, so let's get to Raw for March 8th. Um, so WWE Championship, obviously, I mean, if anyone but MVP or Lashley open the show, they're doing something wrong. Yes. Um, if it's Adam Pearce or Shane McMahon announcing MVP, that I mean, and announcing Bobby Lashley, that's stupid too. Yep. Um, let's have them come out, and then we're going to do the whole interruptions from everyone. And we've seen that how many times? I mean, in, people come uh, like it's my, turn, it's my turn, it's my turn, it's my turn, it's my turn. Just about every time there's a title change. Right. So yeah. so what we'll do is we'll set up some qualifying matches for Fast Lane, where at fast Lane we'll determine a number one contender. So it'll be a, I don't know, fatal five-way, a five-pack challenge. I don't know. I had a four and then a six, and I settled on five. Um, so we'll have five matches throughout the night. And the winners of these matches will qualify for uh, Fastlane. And then the winner of the Fastlane match will face Lashley at WrestleMania. Okay. I like it. It's So we'll go Braun Strowman beating Randy Orton. And that will further the Randy Orton-Alexa Bliss somehow. Okay. Um, AJ Styles beating Jeff Hardy mm-hmm. again. Um, the Miz beating John Morrison. Mm. Just because I think it's it's time for them to go one-on-one and they both want to shot at the title. I think when they're like, hey, I want in this. No, I want in this. And Adam Pearce is like, you know what? You both are in against each other. And that match is next. And then commercial. You know, Um, I think that would be fun. Uh, I can see that. Drew McIntyre beating Kofi Kingston because if we're going to have a heel versus heel, we should have a face versus face. Okay. Um, I don't think we've seen much of McIntyre versus Kingston. Um, Maybe for a a touch in in the elimination chamber, but nothing one-on-one. And then Sheamus, I needed someone else. I don't think he's going to be back, but Sheamus beating Keith Lee. I don't know who else to have Sheamus beat. Um, I was having trouble coming up with a, a viable 10th person. Uh, I, honestly, I would have put Carlito in here if he's been around, if he stuck around for a couple weeks. With me. Um, yeah, I,
1: I thought he was supposed to. They said he was, and he never showed back up again.
0: Right. So, you know, Sheamus versus someone. Um, could be Ali. Could be Riddle. Could be... I don't know. Uh, so I just put Keith Lee in there, but... So this would set up strong, strong we'll talk about this when we get to fast lane predictions, but we have those five winners who would go on to a fatal five way um, at fast lane. Not an elimination, 'cause you're just an elimination chamber, so you're not gonna do an elimination match. Um it would just be a straight up. Okay, sort
1: of regular pace. match, first yeah. fall, yeah, okay.
0: Um anything you want to add on that before before I move on?
1: No, actually I like that a lot, and that's very that's very feasible because they're not gonna have a world title match at Fast Lane. With right. Lashley versus anybody, so this would be a great way to set up his WrestleMania opponent. I like it, yep.
0: and you know, save Lashley's first title defense for WrestleMania. Yep.
1: Um, really yeah, they need to do that. They can't have him fight before then. That doesn't make any sense.
0: Um, U.S. title will have Riddle versus Mace. It was really rock paper scissors race. race. Mace far.
1: <laughs> if you know anything about Riddle, I don't think it's the first time he's ever dealt with Mace.
0: Mace, all right? <laughs> mace t-bar or uh slapjack there um but then we'll do it again with riddle versus ali um and we'll, we'll i think the narrative to build is ali is the quote unquote the only winner of the group so the rest of the the rest of the people keep losing ali keeps winning um until we see the inevitable ali getting kicked out with someone else taking over retribution hashtag cedric alexander um <laughs> Going for it, still going for ricochet and her business, yeah. Hey. Going closer to bases and keeping Cedric Alexander as a heel at, in retribution until it um, can't happen. Go for it, exactly. I'm mean, gonna stick with it. So, hold on my Rhea Ripley dream. So, exactly, Riddle versus Mace, Riddle wins, then Riddle versus Ali, and another non title, and Ali wins. Um, we'll just go through that formula for a little while. Uh, nothing on the tag titles, I think that was just the the raw tag titles are such a loss right now. Yeah. Um, we'll just we'll just let it slide by for a little bit. Let's not have them be overshadowed, you know, have them losing or dropping or starting something new with Bobby Lashley with his thing. So let's just have them kind of be in the background right now. Have the picture with all of the gold. Um, I would still love to have seen MVP with the 24/7 title, so they all have championship belts. <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought they were going to do that a while ago, but instead the gold they gave him was the. Truth happy birthday necklace. Um, that they did. <laughs> I
1: really love our truth.
0: Fun. Um, Raw Women's title picture. Uh, we'll have Charlotte versus Nia Jax, the two women who won from last week. And this is where hopefully we'll see Asuka come out, attack Flair for a heel turn, and accept the WrestleMania challenge. Um, if it's, it's still early, maybe they'll wait till after Fastlane to do this but with only four weeks, five weeks till Mania. I should really write like that down. Um, uh, several weeks till Mania. <laughs> um, but it can also lead to some more, you know, a, a bigger build with Asuka continually attacking Charlotte Flair. Right. Because, I mean, Charlotte's going to take the title at me. It's time for Asuka to drop it. She's had it since Money in the Bank. So we're pushing almost a year now. I think Money in the Bank was, what, June? May? Ooh. I want to say June because it was, you know, it was a, yeah. So, I mean, that's when Becky Lynch, you know, gave it up. So, yeah, um, let's see. The, let's just get the Oscar Hill turn out of the way. So we're not thinking it's Charlotte anymore. Um, actually, Lacey Evans getting knocked up really helped this program. I think, Because it was just floundering. With,
1: Tell that to Ric Flair is not getting a paycheck for it anymore.
0: He's getting paid forever. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean he's you know he's
1: May. It was in May.
0: It was May. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know he'll go and do another 7-Eleven commercial and he'll um, So let's see the Oscar heel turn. Um, non-title programs. Again, the only thing I really wrote here was Orton. Um, all signs are pointing to the Firefly Funhouse match. Yep. Um, Alexa Bliss was holding this little box. I noticed um i'm wondering if that's going to be like a driving force like what's inside the box almost like a pulp fiction you know what's inside the briefcase is kind of essence of the, the fiend exactly like i wonder if that's going to be possible
1: like yeah
0: i hope they go down this route of facing his old things where we see stuff from his career in the past where he has to relive some of this stuff where he's getting pushed down the flight of stairs where he's trying to think of the other stuff that he's done um as a heel uh, being handcuffed and kissing someone's wife. You know what I mean? Like when he yep. handcuffed Triple H and then was kissing a knocked out Stephanie. You know, stuff like that. Um, I just do oh, not want to see it, The Fiend it, until head WrestleMania. Head
1: well, What's that? that? Sorry, I, I do not want to see The Fiend until WrestleMania, though. Keep no, teasing no. it. Keep playing his voice. I don't want to see him exactly. until he makes a big entrance in front of actual people
0: at WrestleMania. Well, I don't think they're going to do that, though, either way. Because it'll be a Firefly Funhouse match. I don't think they'll, I don't think you'll actually see The Fiend. Unless it's mm. at the end of the match where the, the match ends with him in the ring.
1: Yeah, you know you're but right. That's it. kind of a that's kind of a tough one. I'll think about it.
0: Is is Cowboy Bob Orton still alive? I think he is, right? Oh, I don't know that I mean, he was on honestly. TV a few years ago. Let me see. So I mean, but like even integrating him into some of the stories and having him being knocked out and stuff like that. Um, you know, there there's a lot you can do through the last nearly 20 years that Randy Orton's been around. so Yes, he's alive. 70 years old. Right. So maybe have him do something, make an appearance, you know, being knocked out or whatever. Um, There's a a lot you can do there. So hopefully we'll start seeing a little bit more. I don't want to see coughing up blood. I do still want to see him spontaneously catch on fire, just (laughs) to call it. Uh, (laughs) Out of
1: context. That's such a weird phrase. It is. is. I don't want to see blood. I want to see him catch on fire. (laughs) Right. Only in wrestling.
0: Coughing up blood, bad. Spontaneous combustion,
1: Only in wrestling.
0: Right. All right. Anything else on Raw before we talk fast lane? Nope. All right. So let's get to the fast lane card for predictions. Um, touched, talked about before Edge and Daniel Ryan versus Roman Reigns and Jay Uso um, with some stipulation attached to it. Again, this is just a transitional match to set up Mania. Um, I did change the Mania main event for this Okay. Um, based on this, which we'll talk about in a minute. Um, I think that to set up the WrestleMania match, that match has to go to a no contest um, it w- or we'll have a clean finish. It'll be, it'll be dirty. It'll be bad. Um, it'll be, you know, Daniel Bryan going for a pin edge, spearing Daniel Bryan, Jey Uso super kicking Roman reign. It'll, it'll be a cluster. It'll be right. Um, which is good. Which will, will be a good setup.
1: Yeah, the more um, they, the more the file year they make that picture, the better.
0: Exactly. Um, WWE title picture. will have the number one contender match: Roman, McIntyre, Miz, Styles, and Sheamus. Um, which, I, I mean, i have McIntyre the whole way. Yeah, for sure. And McIntyre and Lashley at Mania. Um, unless they're gonna go McIntyre and Sheamus, and you and you throw Styles in there because Styles is lost right now. Doesn't have anything going on,
1: but I just don't know. You need somebody. Like they just had Bobby Lashley destroy Strowman. He right. annihilated the Miz. Like the only one who they could really, really strong enough to come out right now who isn't a part timer. Like they couldn't bring like Lesnar back. It wouldn't make any sense.
0: Right.
1: Would be McIntyre.
0: Yeah, for, uh, let's, I want to save Lesnar for the Raw after Mania. Yeah. And then set up SummerSlam. Right. Lashley and Lesnar SummerSlam that would be would be a lot better. But I think McIntyre is the consensus pick there. Um, Big E versus Apollo Cruz for the Intercontinental Title. Um, that'll be one of the two title matches on the show. The other one being Jackson Baszler versus Naomi and Lana. Because um, they need to finish this. Let's just end it. Sure. tonight. Um, once or by the time you're listening to this, that, that could already be moved. Um, A couple non-title matches, Bianca Belair versus Carmella. Get there somehow, but I think you need Bianca Belair wrestling um, just to build her some more before WrestleMania. For sure. And then Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. That's a one, two, three, four, five, six card match. I mean, Elimination Chamber only went two and a half hours. Um, It's not going to go too, too much longer than that, so... Um, maybe one other match in here, something on the pre-show, an eight-man tag or something that they would really just throw together. Um, you know, one person who I think will be on the show, but I don't have a spot for him, logically, is Damian Priest. Mm-hmm. Um, give him a his first pay-per-view win. Right. Um, so, I'd love to see him start just coming out with open challenges. You know what I mean? Instead of, because, well, also again, we have Miz and Morrison who need to come back. So maybe you know what? Actually, I've just talked myself into it. I'm also going to put Damian Priest versus John Morrison on here because Miz will be in that um, Fatal Five Way. Yeah, right. So let's just put Damian Priest and Morrison. Give Give Priest the win. Morrison will do a good job putting him over. Um,
1: give Priest his big setup to win DeAndre the Giant Battle Royal at WrestleMania.
0: No. <laughs> It'll be bad money. Um, uh, oh, I, I don't know what I'd prefer more. <laughs> All right, um, anything else on Fastlane?
1: No, next week, there's what, still there a lot of air. Clear. Yeah,
0: <laughs> this should be a lot clearer next week again, just a transition show. Um, till we get to the big ones, WrestleMania. Um, Universal title Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre. Agreed. Lashley should win that one. Yes, this one, this next one, I, I. Talking, my I, I, I talk myself into this one. Uh, WWE title: Roman Reigns versus Edge versus Daniel Bryan versus Jey Uso. So all four of those guys who were in that tag match end up in the title match. Um, Jay Uso is obviously the odd man out when it comes to a main event of a of a show. Um, yeah, I. I don't know if Jey Uso would be in that. I I think Daniel Bryan will be there.
1: I think it'll I be like, a triple threat. Uh, yeah. I think. I think as soon as because I think Roman wins either way. Right. right he's still gonna he's right. still gonna go on you know his his little tear here, yep. and I think the Usos are gonna come back together and they're gonna put the titles on them as fast as they can.
0: Please do yes.
1: And I'm all for that because they need another. one they're a great tag team and two, they just it would add some everybody chasing an unstoppable team is way more fun than just throwing it on a random team out of yep. nowhere right so i think that, be sure that. triple I would, threat
0: i would like to see them. so i um, mean it's just just the way the story is going i i wouldn't put it past, right so there so well, I, wouldn't I, I wouldn't either i wouldn't either i and i had to talk myself into putting those last one two you know those last six characters seven characters mm-hmm. you know versus you so um NXT title hasn't changed. Balor versus Cole, where I think Adam Cole takes that down. Um, I think
1: I think that'll be it. I just don't think it'll be on Mania because they have a pay per view the night uh, that Friday, right. I believe. Oh right, right. right so right.
0: Um, I keep forgetting that. So I should take, take that out. Um, Intercontinental title. This is where we we're alluding to before. Mm-hmm. We still think they'd have a multi man ladder match, which ties together a whole bunch of uh, programs into one. Biggie versus Seth Rollins versus Cesaro versus Paulo Cruz versus Nakamura. That'd be a barn burner. Um, and actually, it's it's actually a, a toss-up who would win that match. I, I could make a case for four out of five of these guys winning that match. The the one not is Nakamura. Um, but I I could make a, a serious case for any one of the other four walking out as champ.
1: Yeah, you now, could definitely build a good storyline
0: of any of those four winning for sure. But that being said, I wouldn't have booked. I wouldn't have guessed Zach Ryder would have won that eight-man ladder match a few years back. At all, <sighs> that poor guy.
1: <laughs> that poor guy. And then he a big win next, next night. night. So
0: you knew he was dropping it the next, next yep. night. Yep. Um, you know, I don't think it'll be Seth Rollins if he's trying to build this embrace the vision thing. He'll you you don't want the title on him. Also, you don't want to diminish his his whole embrace the the vision program because um, it just it will dilute it too much. So. Um Biggie, Cesaro, Cruz, could be any of these guys.
1: I hate Cruz. they're really trying to build them, it'd be a great time to push him.
0: Right. Um US title, it's I still have Riddle versus Lee. I don't know what they're gonna do. Um I still wish they would do that combined. We did the first couple episode episodes, the combined intercontinental title, US title ladder match with like eight or nine guys and whoever gets the first title gets their title, whoever gets a second title. You know what I mean? And Oh, yeah. Intercontinental stays on SmackDown, and U.S. title stays on Raw. Switch a couple guys around. I think that would be really cool, but it's not going to happen. Um, SmackDown tag titles didn't change. Rudin Ziggler versus Street Profits versus Mysterio versus Otis and Gable. Um, Storyline-wise, would be Street Profits taking it back. Um, I would book Rudin Ziggler keeping them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. If they
1: don't do the title uh, ladder match for the IC title, it'll be here.
0: Yeah. Uh, And if Jimmy's
1: back, it'll be the Usos in there as well.
0: Yeah, Usos would be in there too. Um, Raw tag titles, uh, New Day versus Retribution versus The Hurt Business. Um, Could be two teams from Retribution or one, doesn't matter. Um, Raw women's title, Asuka versus Charlotte. I had to take Rhea off there, I'm sorry. Um, I uh,
1: unfortunately, I think you're right.
0: can't see how they're getting Rhea in there. It'd be great to see her, to actually see her get in there. The only thing, the only thing it could be is if Charlotte and Asuka fight at Fastlane, and then it'll be Charlotte and Ripley at Mania. That's how they could get there. You have to do some
1: kind of qualifying match or something, and she wins, yeah.
0: Exactly. But then you'd have face versus face, and we just saw Charlotte and, and Ripley last year. So I don't know if they're going to do the same thing.
1: I think they're gonna bring Rhea up as a heel, honestly.
0: Yeah. So we'll, we'll see what happens there. Again, yeah, but she's another one when there's a crowd there, they're not booing.
1: No. Oh, no, no,
0: not at all. Women's tag title. Again, this is what I'm keeping until it can't happen anymore. Nia Jackson, Chyna Baszler versus Ember Moon, Shotzi Blackheart. Um, where the titles finally go to NXT. Um, so the non-title matches. We'll have the two battle royals. We'll keep Karrion Cross as the men's. And I'm going to put Rhea Ripley back as the women's. Um, just yeah. For um, we'll see Miz and Morrison versus Priest and Bad Bunny. Randy Orton and The Fiend, And now this last thing was Shane McMahon and Strowman. So we could see Strowman and AJ Styles. We're not keeping AJ Styles off the show. There's really no spot for him right now. That's why I still have AJ Styles and Triple H because I have nothing else. However, it could be Strowman versus AJ Styles somehow, but what I would like to book instead is have Strowman versus Shane McMahon's mystery person, and we don't know who the mystery person is until the day of WrestleMania. Okay. And that mystery person will be Davo Cato, because you had that thing from Raw Underground, and Davo Cato was huge, and have Strowman versus and have Davo Cato go over Strowman at WrestleMania.
1: They abandoned that real quick. What's that? They abandoned that real quick. Raw Underground.
0: Yeah, it was terrible. Um, but I think adding a little mystery, and uh, Shane McMahon's like, I'm not going to want to fight, but you're going to fight this big guy. And we saw them go one-on-one in Raw Underground, but that's still muddy with AJ Styles with nothing for him to do. Strowman and and Shane McMahon, that means we would need to align Shane McMahon with AJ Styles and Amos, and that doesn't make much sense to me either. Um, I know John Cena said he's not going to be at Mania. He said he's had conflicts. He can't do it. There's no way he's doing it. Just like um ronda rousey said there was no way she was going to be at rumble that year and she was posting pictures from ecuador of her on sunset and then she showed up so exactly yeah. cena will be in one of these spots here um i mean we've seen cena and aj styles many times but i don't know
1: it's usually a pretty good match i wouldn't mind it
0: no oh. so there's wrestlemania Let's see what happens i mean once fast then this is going to be ever evolving um you know, it might be fun once WrestleMania 37 is over. We just dedicate a little time for the title matches for WrestleMania 38. There you go. And then kind of keep track over yep. over time and see how much it changes. I think that might be fun. Oh, definitely,
1: definitely. I'll
0: have to really think, uh, but that'd be like sitting down and really thinking about it long term. Um, that maybe we'll do that once once WrestleMania is done. Once we get off our WrestleMania high here. Um, all right, so let's get into our top five. Um, this week we're going to do our top five old-school finishing moves. I guess that would be the best way to put it. I think uh, so, yeah. Now, the word old-school, though, um, with mine, I have some – when I'm thinking, like, oh, that might be too current, but then when I'm like, when's the last time that finishing move happened in a real match with, right. like, with the active person? We're talking over 10 years ago. So some of mine are, are a bit older. I have a couple of mine that are a little more recent, but um, I don't know. I actually don't think we're going to – I think we're going to have one crossover on this. Okay. Just one. But we'll see what
1: happens. Now, so, keep in mind, this is our opinion, too, not yeah. win-loss necessarily record or how many oh, titles exactly. they had, this just is, our opinions. Just,
0: right. This yeah. is all just for fun for us. Right. Uh, you know, just some people do top fives just for, um, you know, based on doing the research and stuff. No, we're just kind of giving our opinion. Yep. And a different opinion from people who, you know, we're we're not in the business. We don't make these big YouTube videos and stuff like that. You know, we're just two guys talking about wrestling. So, um you want to go first or second this week i'll go first this week Okay. Wait, did i go first last week i think i I'm, i think actually you did. So. all right you go first this week my number five is yokozuna's bonsai um and like my it. five that i did i'm like I, I wanted to do ones that were like realistic right like, yeah oh my god if you took that you would be in some pain and it looks like it hurts even though you know it's mostly at work right but I think Yokozuna's bonsai drop, especially for the time, early the mid 90s, was brutal. Um, especially, you know, I, I think back to when he gave Macho Man like five of them. Yeah. Or no, no, I'm sorry. No, no, no. He gave Crush like yep, five. Yeah. Until Macho Man made the save. And that turned into the Crush Macho Man food, which was awesome. Um, yeah, I have the bonsai drop, number five.
1: I have the Diamond Cutter. Oof, that's so cool. Uh, I. Am admittedly a huge DDP fan. I, I loved them back in his WCW days. That feud with him and Macho Man was incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was people forget this was one of the most over moves, if not the most over move in all of wrestling. He could hit it from any position. He hit it from some really really cool angles. Uh, and I know it's just the RKO with a different name, but he right. did it first. And i don't know i i just i every time he hit that move i would mark out <laughs> just for lack of a better I mean, term i was my, like my oh. favorite
0: one of, of, of all time for him was the one on goldberg um where he reversed the jackhammer yes the yes cup, and it was just like
1: yep. oh he could hit God, it that was... and that's the thing too hit it on anybody
0: yeah it was effective on anyone I'm still, I'm still upset he should have he should have broken goldberg oh ring. yeah
1: yeah well that's that's a whole episode in and of itself
0: Maybe, maybe we'll do, like, top five Injustices or something. That yeah, there we good. go. There we go. I like that it. A good one. My number four is The Undertaker's Last Ride. So not his tombstone, but yep. when he was his American badass. Love it. He would give that extra jolt up on the powerbomb, and it just, you're going so far down. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, was, it looked brutal. It sounded brutal. Um, and it, it, it kind of gave The Undertaker that new dimension there that he... You know, you, hey, he had the new look, he's coming out on the motorcycle, but now it's not a tombstone, it's now it's this ultra super powerbomb. Um, it was really cool, I loved it, I love watching that.
1: All right, for me, I had <laughs> it's funny, we're kind of on the same wavelength, Sid Vicious Powerbomb.
0: I almost put that, that's a
1: stereotype. Uh, that was my favorite, one of my favorite movies watching as a kid. You always knew, and nobody just it, it wasn't just. A lot of these moves now that we're both gonna pick are just during the middle. it just transition moves. Okay. Uh, but when Sid vicious hit that power bomb, it looked like looked like he was trying to show you right through the floor. Right. And he just he had the look. He had the look of a monster. He. It was only right that his finishing move had the word power in it.
0: Um, he didn't protect you. Either. He dropped you from the top. Y- Yes. Yes. Like, it, he, it, he, it it looked real because it Right now, <laughs> it looked real because it friggin' was real. Yeah,
1: like real. I don't think it took care of too many people on that. But man, I'll tell you, as as a kid, as a fan, whew, loved watching
0: that. I on super uh, the WWE SuperCard game. He's been my my champion, my background picture for almost a year now. Oh yeah, and nice. I refuse to change it because I'm just like once I once I got the Sid card. I mean, I don't have the card anymore. If you, if anyone listen plays the game, like it was just like a, a random reward. But I got mm. picture, I'm like, oh, that's my guy. I'm not changing. Uh, I love that one. My number three is the Vader bomb. Um, mm. Just a big dude coming off the second rope from distance. When he did it on Gorilla Monsoon, when he did it on anyone else, like just seeing that big dude <laughs> come, you know, just just squashing like legitimately.
1: He's another one
0: who would give you very little uh, breathing room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So just just seeing a big guy get that momentum and just fly and land. Oh, my God. It's, it was, it's fun. It was fun to watch. I love watching Vader. Bomb.
1: Oh, Vader was awesome. For me, number three. Oh, yeah. Macho man Randy Savage elbow drop. The best to ever do the elbow drop. Uh, Shawn Michaels did it pretty good. But like I said, that was a, more of a transition right. somewhat finishing move when he Never did it. Never want to match up. Another. No. Not, I've certainly never one that I ever saw. Uh, Macho Man did it. It was a finisher. He made a look. It was <laughs> another one. It looked real because a lot of times he would come right down with the elbow and make it real.
0: Um I'm trying to think who who I've seen win with an elbow drop. Kyrie Sane and maybe Bailey once or twice. Um, yeah, maybe. Other than that, I can't think of anyone else who no. really won with an elbow drop. So. And
1: he made that. I mean, I remember seeing him do it off top of cages, doing it everywhere. I mean, he Yeah. Uh, Macho Man was so he was so far ahead of his time. He would fit in any era and, and fit right in. Oh
0: yeah. Definitely. Uh my number two is the Stone Cold Stunner.
1: So yep. hard for me not to choose that one.
0: I know. And I and I didn't but I, I I I did. And I'm glad. So you didn't choose that. That's the one I thought you were actually gonna pick. No. Stone Cold Stunner. So I'd be surprised if, if our if your number one is on your if my number one's on your list. Um but the Stone Cold Stunner is just again it was just one of those very simple moves that wasted everyone you know you, th- and mm-hmm. you can't pick i mean you could pick and when i think stole cold stunner i think the one he gave to no he didn't get one he uh no it wasn't a stole cold stunner. i was thinking when he chair shot the rock when mankind won that championship but that wasn't a stunner um i digress but the stunner was just such a cool move um now you see it. You know Kevin Owens use it. Ember Moon, to an extent, had a you know her finisher is just like it off the top rope right Um, but it just it was more like a revolutionary thing, and it looks like that thing looks like it could hurt if you didn't take it the right way. Oh yeah, yeah, so, it looks legit. Yeah, so the stunner, pick one, any one you want, except for the first one that's that that Man ever took.
1: He falls over him. Yeah, that was uh... that
0: one was that, and then he has a seat. It's <laughs> not great, but.
1: I guess he sold it, that's for sure. Yeah, oh yeah. Number two, another relatively simple move that now everybody seems to do two or three times a match, but nobody has ever or will ever do it like this guy, the DDT by Jake the Snake Roberts. Nice. Uh, You knew, you knew as a fan, it wasn't a guess. You knew when you saw Jake the Snake hit that short arm clothesline and hit that DDT, it was over. It was it. I remember as a kid, I when Jake the Snake went to WCW, saw him attack Sting, gave him two DDTs on a chair, and I legit, as a small child, thought that he had damn near killed Sting. Yeah. Uh, And the way they sold it, they had people coming down with like ice buckets, like putting like rags on his head until the medics got there, and it was like, oh, so over the top. But as a kid, I bought into a hook line and sinker. Mm -hmm. He just, first of all, everything about Jake the Snake, his character, he made was just so incredible he made him so he he was just seemed so legit and uh he did that move like nobody else and i think if i made one rule in wrestling it would be nobody ever got to use that move again after him because nobody else knows how to do it like him
0: now it's just uh
1: just uh when's mm-hmm. the last
0: time you saw someone went off a dvc no no
1: no nah. no <laughs> Can't remember.
0: Uh, the Snake, probably.
1: Saw mm-hmm. about fifteen of them on Raw the, uh, the other night, but not one of them
0: even went for a pinfall old moves, so it's like. Yeah. All right, my number one is the clothesline from Hell from JBL. Mm. It, and I think this is number one because it just everyone that you see looks so. Yep. <laughs> Very real. You literally have people selling by flipping. But, and it was just it was fun to watch and you could see it you know similar to um luke harper's discus code line there same type of thing it was just it was brutal it was fun to watch um when he when jbl does come out you know once every two or three years you know and, and beats up whether it's the ascension or the revival or whoever the, the schmucks are at the moment and, and delivers one it's it's, it's great um so yeah, that one just it always looks like it hurt
1: like hell. Oh yeah, that was yeah. That was, yeah. And <laughs> you mentioned Harper's. I loved when Harper would do it, and he just start off into the sky and go yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it always cracked me up. I don't know why. um Number one for me, uh look, I've said it before. I love these guys. My favorite tag team of all time.
0: I almost put it. I almost put it.
1: Nothing I, as a kid. Would cause me to get out of my seat and just like, like I was at the arena and it was about to happen and I was running towards the front row. Right. Like seeing the Doomsday device from the Road Warriors, Legion of Doom. I, all about them when I was a kid. The music would hit. I'd fly into the living room. I was glued to the TV. They went for this move and it was like nothing else in the world was happening except that I was, I just, I could not take my eyes off it. Um,
0: I, I almost put that down too, but yeah. I knew you were going to put it. That's why I left it off.
1: Yeah. I, it, it was Look it fast. was a hard choice because there's there's a lot of really really good finishers. No and crossovers though. No crossovers. No, not cool. one. I no. like that.
0: I like that a lot. So I in fact,
1: is- uh, okay. did you have did you have an audible mention list at all? I didn't.
0: Um, not this time.
1: In mind, mind, I just. Well, I I just just an example. I had I had five more on top of these five that I uh, I had Hogan light drop. Yeah. Uh, simple move that he really made. He really sold the British Bulldog running power slam. I did have Yoko's Bonsai drop on my top five. Shawn Michaels made um <laughs> as Eric Bischoff would say, uh, a, a green belt sidekick look really real. <laughs> uh with a uh, sweet chin music and a hard sharpshooter.
0: Yeah, I thought about that um, one. Um, but
1: I couldn't put any of those above the ones I had. Of uh, so but uh yeah, that was I actually went back and watched a bunch of YouTube videos. That was some fun nostalgia to watch all this stuff over again.
0: So, next week we'll do the top five. I'm gonna put personal uh, wrestling injustices. Okay. So, we can we can read that one as, as however we want with things that we you know just I can't believe they booked that. Why would the, you know what I mean? That just it didn't make any sense. You know what I mean? That that we personally thought was awful.
1: Sounds um, good. That,
0: that might be fun. We when we can go way back. We can get. It. I mean, I'm I'm glad I'm glad we decided this now. So we can really think it through because I think we're going to come up with some really. Uh, oh, it's going to be fun, yeah. Some really some really good stuff here. Like, like for instance, this won't be on my list, but like a, a, a current one would be like breaking up Otis and Tucker. Yep. Terrible, terrible idea. It's not doing anything, but I think we're going to find a lot of better ones. I'm not going to. I'll tell you right now, I'm not going to put David Arquette on my list. No, um, no. Could should be, number one, but I won't. Um, <laughs> it's just
1: blatantly obvious, so there's no
0: point. Play. It's almost like the, the, the people we wish we saw in 2021 when we said we're not putting CM Punk. Right, right, so, right. All right, well, let's get into the trivia. Last week, we had a double trivia. Um, First, who was the non-first or who was the first non-active wrestler to win the 24-7 title?
1: I'm gonna, you Go ahead. I said Gronk last week.
0: You did. You need to stick uh, with Gronk?
1: I'm going to stick with that.
0: No, nah, the answer is Pat Patterson. Oh, um, oh, that's right. So they had a few way back-to-back. It was Raw 24. 20- i want to say or it was one of the raw one of the raw um like legends things 25 mm-hmm. reunions whatever it was but it went like pat patterson was the first then it went to briscoe alundra blaze million dollar man bought it like there um there was a whole bunch right back to mm-hmm. back pat patterson was the first. um and then who has the current record for the longest consecutive reign as 24-7
1: champion? oh man I to, I'll go Gronk again.
0: It is. It is. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. When I looked it up, it's either sixty-eight or sixty-nine days that they recognize it, depending because it was a tape because of WrestleMania was pre-taped. Yep. So they went by. So it's either sixty-eight or sixty-nine days. So it's about seven weeks. So I think that should bring us if Bad Bunny drops it at WrestleMania, he should take the take over that that uh, record.
1: What a moment that'll be.
0: Yeah. Living the the histories for months and months to come. Um and the storyline for this week is when was the so who was the last wrestler to have their world championship vacated due to a storyline? Okay. So when I looked through, I was trying to look through something and I I found, you know, I saw oh vacated, vacated, but it was injuries, injuries, injuries. And so when was the last time it was storyline? Uh, vacated, so think that one through.
1: Any oh world championship? Okay, I wasn't say we'll, any championship. World championship.
0: We'll talk about you know universal. Um, so like it's not Finn Balor. I think uh, I know this one. It's not NXT either. I didn't do anything on NXT, so think about it. I'm gonna it. text Write you right. Now. I'm gonna
1: text you right now and see.
0: Um, and I, I mean I I'll re I'll redouble check my answer in case that you're not you're uh, that you have something different than I do. But as Chris is texting me to see if he's right. Um don't forget to check us out. That's not what I have. No, okay. Nope. Um, same era though, but that's not what I had. Um, uh, but I'm gonna go back and look. I was trying to find a decent question for this week that you're not gonna automatically get in two seconds. So <laughs> um that's good. Um, so yeah, that's our episode, Ides of Shane McMahon WrestleMania season. Hopefully, we'll have some good stuff coming up over the next couple weeks. Give us some more stuff to complain and talk about. Um, as we head in toward Fastlane, hopefully, we'll get a good WrestleMania show over two nights so we don't have to sit there for nine hours and watch in one night because that, <laughs> that gets bad. Most likely, you have to take a personal day the next day because I'm like, nope, it's way too much wrestling in one day. Um, don't forget to check, check us out on the Twitter, Fan wrestling. Um The website will be updated back soon still trying to just get a couple web hosting things set so hopefully by the time this drops the website will be good if not it will be out shortly uh give us a like don't forget to subscribe give us a rating if you so desire so anything else before we get going
1: yeah if you uh, have any friends and you're wrestling fans feel free to share with them we'd appreciate that
0: sure so for the badass billy gun Road dog jesse james chris and jason average trainer wrestling and we will see you next time thanks for joining
1: later guys